Hola, soy Miguel Matos González, coming back to you on Firme Cuentos y Arte Podcast. Mm-hmm. That's right. Today I have seen and read several articles on the term Latinx and how there is a very small population of people that use that term. And, well, before we get into who's using it and why and all that hoo-ha, I wanted to talk about how and where do people collect this data? Is there, you know, like this magical clipboard that's being passed around that has, you know, a question, you know, do you say Latinx or Latino slash Latina? circle one <laughs> is there a clipboard being passed around because I'd, I'd like to have my turn please I'd like to to mark my choice and be counted on it but you know it's it's a term it's a phrase that that is used to remove gender from the Spanish language because it's a very gendered language and I say as a culture we've already had a lot removed our indigenous languages were removed and then we spoke Spanish and then our Spanish was removed and we had to speak English and then our heritage our lineage that we follow is slowly being removed by being called an immigrant, an illegal citizen. Whereas, true, there, you know, many are are immigrants. Many white people are immigrants. Many Asian people are immigrants. And yeah, even black people are immigrants too. But you know what? You can't take that word and generalize it over an entire ethnicity. Yeah, and I say that because a good majority of the gente here in the United States, they're not immigrants. They've been born here generation after generation, and they were here before the United States was here. They were here before the land was called Mexico. Yeah, we're from here, people. So it's a little different when these words are used. And people are always about removing. People are always about taking away, about stopping something. And I see that as a very negative and angry way of practicing something social and, and even political. Why does something have to be taken away? Why can't it be adapted? Why can't it be repurposed? Why can't it be, instead of taken away, why can't you add to something? Why can't you add to society? You know, we already have a word that, that I, I use personally. I'm not saying it's the solution, but 
I use the word hente because we're all people. Doesn't matter what we identify as he, him, el, ella. Next question. 
that word being used, but not like the way he did. I mean, he was so angry and so passionate about it. And since then, you know, I share a lot of Latinx information, a lot of information from Hindi, for Hindi on social media. And I remember I pushed out an event about Latinx healthcare. Uh, I think it was having to deal with mental health care. And I, I sent that out and I shared that with a couple of, of Chicano uh, social media pages on, on Facebook.
respect that far more than than to see it in that connotation. And um, to that person, I replied, "Actually, I'm not queer. I'm just sharing this information with our community, something like that." And then he went on to say other derogatory words, which I, I don't feel comfortable sharing on this podcast because that's just not the way I talk about people. Even though this is a real talk podcast and it's gonna be it's gonna be for the reals. I refuse to speak like that about people. I can control my words, I control my thoughts, I control my emotions, and I know people deserve better. So I'm not gonna repeat those words, but you can imagine what they said in English and in Spanish. And to those people, I, I, you know, I gathered all their names up together, and in one post, I said something to the effect of, do you seriously think that? Do you really feel that that's an appropriate, you know, way of speaking to somebody that's sharing information? You know, and I, I went on to explain, if you read the article, if you look past the letter X and read the article, you'll understand what this is about. I did. I complained. I, I complained to one of the admins, and all that admin can say was, "Oh, well, some of them are kind of old and set in their ways." You know me, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, I know," and that's sad because regardless of who you are, how old you are. Stop learning. You should never stop growing as a person because community doesn't stop at a certain time frame. No, it moves forward as people should move forward in their lives. And I said to that admin person, I was like, you know, I said something like that. And I said, you know, it's it's really sad that here I'm trying to share important information about mental health or a rasa or a kente and they're more fixated on a single letter yeah, than, than what the big picture or what's trying to be said I said that that is what divides us that is what keeps us torn apart that's what keeps us as a community without unity that's a problem but you know people they won't realize that that's a problem they have to realize it for themselves you can't tell them that you know they they've they've got it they've got to come to that realization and have that that aha moment of and then they say it to themselves and they know yeah they learn that's unfortunately that's how people will learn when they have that moment. And through all that, you know, I ask myself, gosh, well, this this is a big topic. This is something that needs to be discussed. So here I am. I'm part of Arts Administrator Color Network on their board. And we're planning our annual convening. It's going to be virtual. Planning it for November. And as we plan it, as we work on it, you know, 
we're wanting to have, I guess you could say breakout sessions, as I guess we'll still call it that, breakout sessions on like Zoom, and we'll talk about, you know, whatever our topics are, and, and my topic is about the cultural pride that we have that takes us apart more than brings us together. It's not that much of a topic. Yeah. Because in Mexico, culturally, socially, they do think a little differently. And it's those progressive people and LGBTQ community that they started to use that term, the Latinx. And, you know, if you're not that younger progressive and if you're not LGBTQ if you're not either one of those then chances are you're not going to use that term down there in Mexico and when you hear it you'll be just like the old bottle that was in that survey with me and, and several others and said I don't like that term stop saying that I hate it oh he was angry man about it and I'm thinking this is an important topic that I'd like to continue and this podcast is mainly just to to, to build it up to introduce it as, as I've talked about it before in the past and I've had some good conversations but now I'd like to invite some of you my listeners I'd like to invite you to chime in and be a guest on Firme to help me discuss this you know there's there's some things that need to be discussed and it can't just come from me oh no no you're involved in this too it's a part of your cultura it's a part of their cultura Not taking that away from you. I'm not 
branding you with a new name. No. But if we truly want to have a united force, a united strength, a united voice in the United States of America, then you know what? It's up to us to take this stand and create our own self-identity Claim it, own it, be proud of it, and and say it, voice it, say it, be it. Andale, man, woman, people, gente, say it. It's okay, you deserve it, you're entitled to this. Yes. You are worthy of this. Mm-hmm. One talk that I had earlier today was about how in, in the southern United States, the Mexicanos, okay, predominantly Mexicanos, they culturally they don't really speak up. They don't talk back. They don't defend themselves verbally much. You know, when it comes to opposition, especially to the white community, they, they just don't. Yeah, they're very docile in that way. And we see it. And now, that's changing. Yeah, and the white community's freaking out. And we're like, hell yeah, we've always been here, fool. You know we've been here. <laughs> Come on, man. Try to steal the Alamo from you. You stole the Alamo from us, Phil. That's right, dude. That was our church. That's our church that was ingrained and beaten into us. And we said we had to pray it. We were beaten for that. We were killed for that. Our ancestors died because they were told they have to be Catholic now. And now you're going to come here on my land take my church away? Mm-mm. We are not disrespecting my ancestors. That, in a big picture right there, that is the Battle of the Alamo. Yeah. That's it. That's what it's all about. So, yeah. Gente, the term gente, it's a phrase that I feel needs to be explored not saying that it's it's the new word you know if you choose to use it hey boom boom more power i'll take it <laughs> but i'm i'm just looking for a way to unite our community that's really what it, it boils down to me that's really all that i want is to have a bigger prouder stronger Spanish-speaking community. And then, of course, after that, yes, we do have our microcultures. Yes, we do have our macrocultures. We have our Chicanas, Chicanos. We do have our Chicanex, our LGBTQ. Chicanex, yeah, we do. And that's okay. That's how we fine-tune and further define who we are. Great big world. 
hell of a voice together. So, yeah, that's just a little something today to get this seed planted and to start figuring out how we're going to do this. And I've decided, yeah, I'm going to put in a, an affinity space together. So as soon as I get that organized and out there, I'll share it with you and the rest of the, the gente that I know. And we can have a really good talk because that's all we need to do is get together and talk about it. <laughs> bueno. <laughs>